Life Audio. Hello, and welcome to the Daily Bible Podcast with Trisha and Michelle. We're just two friends reading through the Bible chronologically and encouraging you to do the same. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook, Daily Bible Podcast, or go to our website, dailybiblepodcast.net. We are going through the one-year chronological Bible, and we have links for that in our show notes and also at our website. And Michelle, guess what? What? We have a community group on Facebook. Oh, I love them. The Daily Bible Podcast community group. So find us. And yes. someone just wanted to join yesterday. And they're like, I just want to figure out what you guys are talking about. So <laughs> I love that. I let them in. They look really nice. <laughs> so welcome. Welcome, because Trisha will let you in. So go to the I Daily will. Bible Podcast on Facebook. Okay, so today we are reading Matthew 6. Um, the rest of the chapter from um, verse five through the rest of the chapter, and then Matthew seven, uh, chapter seven through verse six. So verse one through verse six, and then we go over to Luke, Luke six thirty seven through forty two, Matthew seven seven through twenty, Luke six verses forty three through forty five. Matthew seven twenty one through twenty nine, and Luke six forty six through forty nine. Okay, so as we are reading, we're in the middle of the Sermon on the Mount. Mm-hmm. I want you to keep in mind that this is not a checklist for us to follow. This is about heart change. It's heart change, friends. That's what God wants from us. He wants warm and moldable hearts that that want what He wants. He, he, he wants our hearts to long to be like him and to long to be with him. Remember? It's like squishy theme? Play-Doh. Squishy Play-Doh. He it is. Squishy Play-Doh. It's squishy Play-Doh, but it probably doesn't smell like Play-Doh. Play-Doh oh. doesn't have a horrible smell, but I, I would love, like to think. Do you like the smell of Play-Doh? I love the smell of fresh Play-Doh <laughs> and fresh crayons. Yeah. Oh, crayons do smell kind of good. Yeah. No, fresh Play-Doh. Like, mm, I'm going to go buy some today, actually, I think, mm. just to have some Play-Doh. I want some Play-Doh now. Okay. Okay. You should show us tomorrow your like, Play-Doh inventions. Okay, so picking up where we left off yesterday, Jesus is now teaching about prayer and fasting, and he's teaching, he teaches the people to pray like this, our Father in heaven, may your name be kept holy, may your kingdom come soon, may your will be done on earth as it is in heaven, give us today the food that we need, and forgive us our sins as we have forgiven those who sin against us. And don't let us yield to temptation, but rescue us from the evil one. Okay, so I, I just want to clarify here. Um, instead of going down and explaining all of that, because there I have heard sermons mm-hmm, on this. Mm-hmm. I heard so many different sermons and so many different nuances mm-hmm. of of this prayer. And so I just... I just ask you to spend some time just thinking through it and thinking just of our great father. And as you go through each line, think of our great father and all mm-hmm. that he has done for you. Um, so anyway, at the, at the end of the prayer, Jesus circles back around to forgiving others and fasting. 
And these, he's, he's bringing this up again because these are important. And, and I want to share one nugget I found as I was studying. It's, um, from Charles Simeon. And he said that prayer is the very breath of the regenerate soul. And as the body without the spirit is dead, so the soul without these spiritual affections that go forth to God in prayer is dead also. So again, my friends, a remember, a reminder that God is after our hearts. Mm-hmm. He's after our hearts. Even in prayer, he wants our hearts. It's, it's one thing just come to him and, and read a rote prayer. It's another thing to go, Oh Lord. This is me. I come before you today. I want to be with you. And so then Jesus teaches about money and possessions, and he's sharing, he's saying here that there is more to this life, more than leaving things behind for our kids, or, you know, more of a great goal of owning a house and having acres. There's so much more. There's more than having a big, huge account. And he's saying, I want work for financial. Well, there's so much more than that. I work for a financial ministry and this month they are asking people just where you're investing for kingdom work. They're like, where, where's your investment going long term? Like when you die, what's going to happen to it? And mm-hmm. he, that's kind of what Jesus is reminding us of these things. Money, money holds powers, power over us and we can't serve God in something else. We can only serve one or the other. And he tells us to get our eyes off of ourselves and to trust God for our future because life is so much more than anything that we can worry about. And true life, true life is so much more. So he says, consider the lilies and the birds. They have no worry of where they're going to get their food or their water or what they're going to wear. And and this reminded me of the Israelites. Remember them wandering in the wilderness for 40 years? Their clothing did not wear out. Their sandals did not wear out. They didn't have any blisters on their feet. They had food and they had water. I mean, Jesus is saying, God's got this. Mm-hmm. You don't have to worry about tomorrow. And yeah, then Jesus. It reminds me, let me jump in over here. It reminds yeah. me of my grandma. My grandma. She's 94. Mm, yeah. She, she's bedridden. I love grandma. I go in and feed her. She smiles at me. <laughs> I turn on her cowboy TV show. I came in later. I feed her and give her water. Like she's just in this content place where she knows she's going to be taken care of. She yeah. doesn't like yell, like, where's my lunch? Or, you know, like, and, uh, if I ask her to sing, she'll sing a hymn with me. It's just this sweet place. <laughs> what a beautiful reminder that God has got this. I mean, he's got it. He's got it with grandma. He's got it with you. He's got it with me. Yeah. And then, and then Jesus moves on to taking that speck out of your eye before looking at others. And I've heard this scripture misused so often. And Jesus isn't saying don't make judgments. We need to be discerning. He is saying we need to be discerning. So if that person isn't good for me to hang out with, stating that isn't a judgment against them. It's stating the fact. Of course, you know, God is a supreme judge. He is the final authority. And we do need to take we 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 do need to look inside of ourselves and take that that speck out of our eye, or even take that log out of our eye. We need to do that. Yeah, because it's you know easy for us to point out everything that the other person is doing wrong, but sometimes it's like, hello, let's <laughs> think yeah. about what we're doing. Yeah, yeah. So as I was going through today's reading, it just something struck a chord with me, and as soon as I finish, I would just start over again. I think it's like three or four times, just kept going back in this mm. reading. 
because like Jesus is raising the standard, but mm-hmm. you know, he's telling them that all the things they're doing on the outside is not enough. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, his words were so filled with grace and I can see why people were drawn to him. So, cause you know, in the old Testament, I mean, he does come at certain times and he communed with Moses and he showed himself up in different ways. His spirit was there, but like, this is him in the flesh. And I think it just kind of hit me today. Like, He's actually telling them all the things he's been wanting to tell them in the Old Testament, but he's there. And so he was raising the standard, but people were drawn to him. His teachings were very simple, but they were Mm -hmm. also deep. Like you could take them at surface level, but then you could ponder them. And so mostly God made his love for them very clear. So the things that we talked about in the second part is ask, seek, and knock. He talks about the power of persistent prayer, telling them to ask and seek and knock, and that God wants to give them good gifts, just like a father Mm -hmm. gives good gifts to his children. And then he talked about the tree and its fruit, and he instructed them to enter through the narrow gate, which leads to life, and warned them against false prophets, advising discernment by the fruits of the individual. So I always tell my kids, what is in the inside is going to come out. And people may seem good or they say they're a Christian or whatever, but if you hang around them for a while, you're going to kind of see what they're really about. And so Jesus teaches about the natures of individuals through their action. And that comes out of the abundance of their heart. Out of the abundance of their heart, their mouth speaks. And a good person brings good things out of their lives. And what's sort of in their heart and an evil person brings up, that's what's stored in the heart. That's what's going to come out. Um, and then the true and false disciples. So he says, not everyone that calls him Lord will enter the kingdom of heaven, but only those who does the will of the Father in heaven. So someone could say, oh, this person really hurt me, and they say they're a Christian. Well, they could say they're a Christian, but, you know, what is really coming out of their lives? Are they a true disciple of Christ or not? They could say anything. And he warns that many will claim to have prophesied, and driven out demons and perform miracles in his name, but he will say he never knew them when he gets to heaven. And then I just think of the wise and foolish builders. Michelle, did you sing this in Sunday school? Mm-hmm. The wise man built Build his house on the rock. Yeah. I mean, it's just like, I think one of the first songs we sing, but you know, that's the foundation for everything. Like Jesus wants to be the foundation for our lives. And we know if he's our foundation, because we're going to stand strong, even when those storms come, um, if not, they collapse. If there's sand, if there's nothing there to hold us up, they'll collapse. So mm-hmm. as we read these, it just he reminds us to pray, to discern people through their actions, to build this foundation on his truth, and to do what God's law commands. Um, so those are not different messages, but just shared by God in the flesh, like God right there with them, just shows his loving and tender and compassionate heart and I don't know, something about, I just fell in love with Jesus even more today as I was just seeing the way he was just talking and sharing yeah. and loving people through his words. That's so cool. I, I love to hear when people are just falling and just loving Jesus more every day. I mean, that's so cool that that his word is is new every morning. And it every time that we open it, he wants us, he wants to just draw us in. So that's, that's just beautiful. That's beautiful. Well, we need to take a break and um, we need to hear from our sponsor, but when we come back, we'll have the word of the day. Stay tuned. Okay. The word of the day is fruits. Hmm. And so 
fruit, we know the reference to fruit in the Bible is meant figuratively, and it's referring to like the fruit of your labor or the result of something, like the result of what was in their heart. So according to Jesus, God wants us to bear fruit. And if we say we follow God, this should be evidenced by what we do and how we live our lives. So God wants his truths to be displayed in our character and our conduct so that others may see us and want what we have, want him. Mm-hmm. Um, so where does it start? Um, true actions come from our private moments with God. So everything mm-hmm. good in our lives comes from letting God be with us, praying honestly. Jesus talked about that. And just laying it straight. So keep knocking, keep seeking. If we keep praying, um, he will answer. And sometimes the answer is no, but at least we have that communion with him. Um, and we can get our hearts onto what he will say yes to. Um, you know, the things of him, he will say yes to those things. And so be fair and kind. So also look at our actions, how we're treating others. Are we being fair and kind? And how are we expecting other people to live? Do we have different standards from them than ourselves? Um, again, keep asking God, choosing right from wrong. We can avoid what is wrong, and sh- and that really shows what's in our hearts. If our hearts are wanting the wrong things, then we need to we need to do some heart work with God, following Him. Um, people should be able to see that we are different, and then building that foundation on solid ground and following His teachings. This will help us to stay strong when life gets t- tough. So basically, Jesus was telling them to study themselves and to consider not only mm-hmm. how they are acting, but why. They are acting that way. So again, what I tell my kids all the time, what's on the inside will come out. Out of the heart, the mouth speaks. Mm-hmm. I mean, that is so true. And so we want to be, we want to be growing, growing the fruit, the fruit of, well, we haven't got to it yet, obviously, but there's the fruit of the spirit, folks. <laughs> and we want to be growing that. We want to be growing that in our lives because we, we want to be attached to the vine. We want to be getting our life from King Jesus. And when we're getting our life from G- King Jesus, we can't help but growing fruit and fruit that lasts and fruit that, that goes on and breathes life into others. So um, fruit is just it's a good word of the day, Tricia. Thank right. You. And I think if there's, there's part in those lives where we're like, oh, I'm not living how I know I should, just pray. And like, one scripture that I've prayed and it's always like I pray, but like, okay, God, be gentle as you show me what's in my heart is yeah. Psalm 139. I think it's 25. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Test me and know my thoughts. See if there's any wicked way in me and lead me in the way of everlasting. When mm-hmm. we pray that, when we pray for God to show us what's in our hearts, he will do it. He's so tender when he does it. But often it's like, oh yeah, you're prideful in this area. I, he, he showed me like, you're prideful with your kids. You need to like stop always wanting them to do your way and listen sometimes. And I'm like, but I'm the mom. I know best. And sometimes, nope, I just need to listen and not be so prideful. So that yeah. was just like recently, like yeah. within this year, it's like start listening more. And so when we pray and ask God to search our hearts, knowing that what's in our hearts is what's going to come out, he will show us. He will point things out. He wants mm-hmm. us to come to him. Um, you know, and, and as I'm praying for my kids, God's like, hello, let's look at you. Let's examine your heart. Yeah. Well, Trisha, will you pray for us today that we would take some time, examine our heart, and then also just ask God to grow that fruit in us. Mm -hmm. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for fruits. 
I thank you that you want good things to blossom in our lives. Mm -hmm. I thank you, Lord, that you don't let us just keep going like wayward, disobedient children, (laughs) that you want us to search our hearts. You want us to come to you. You want us to build a strong foundation so our fruits will be a blessing to ourselves and to others and point people to you. And I just love, Jesus, that your teachings seem so simple, but they're not easy to do. They're simple to understand, but they're hard to do. And it's only with you that we can make any changes in our lives. And I just pray that in this moment, we will pause before you. We will say, Lord, change me. Lord, help me. Help me to be more like you, Lord. And I know that you are faithful to do that. So I pray that we may grow and have abundant fruit that will point others to you. And we just thank you and praise you. And may you be glorified. In your name we pray. Amen. 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 Well, we are sending you off with some daily encouragement to get into the Word and be the hands and feet of Jesus. Again, if you don't have the one-year chronological Bible that we are using, we have links to that Bible in our show notes. You can even find it in the Kindle format. Also in the show notes is a monthly and yearly schedule of the Bible reading plan that we are following. So tomorrow we are reading Matthew 8, 5 through 13, Luke 7, 1 through 17, Matthew 11, 1 through 19, Luke 7, 18 through 35, Matthew 11, 20 through 30, Luke 7, 36 through 50. And I want to take a second here to thank the team at Life Audio. You would not be listening to Daily Bible Podcast without their partnership. LifeAudio.com is the place to go for Christian podcasts. Listen to daily devotionals or just conversations around the culture and find encouragement for a weary heart. Go to LifeAudio.com. And we will see you here tomorrow. Bye-bye.